0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay With Day. I am your host today, and today we are joined by the bestie, Lisa. Back again. Back again, literally like a year later. Yes. <laughs> she's back again, y'all. You already know, like every time we're in person, we have to record an episode of the podcast. It's just yep. like a must at this point. So she's been here with me for the past month or so and so we decided to um basically record one of the conversations we already had um and share with y'all today. So today we're gonna be talking about surrender. But before we get into that, y'all already know the deal. We are gonna do our some type of way segment. So Lisa, what had you feeling some type of way?
1: Well, as you said, I've been here for about a month and that has me fe- has had me feeling some type of way. hmm Both Mostly good, but also some homesickness. (laughs) So I'm not really one to experience homesickness historically, but this time I did feel it when I first got here. I miss my routine. I miss people. But once we got past the worst of that, my son's type of ways, I'm just happy to be here. I've been having an amazing time, which is not a surprise. (laughs) Once I'm with you, but this time we had more interactions with other people Mm -hmm. and i met some of dania's friends here and i've just been having a ball and while you know there's things i'm looking forward to at home i'm really gonna miss being here
0: yes okay you already know the deal
1: yeah Uh,
0: i mean i guess that's my some type of way too well here's what i will say about it so i feel like this trip was different yeah than the last trip it was and a big reason is because your girl been going through it, y'all. You already know. <laughs> but I feel like it's one of those trips where like last night it was like a big reunion. And yeah. we just had so much fun. Like we had plans of just like having that time together, you know? Yeah. And which this time we did have our time together too. But this mm-hmm. time, since I was in the dumps, <laughs> I feel like it was a lot of like you supporting me. Mm. And 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 it was really nice. That's, that's my up way. I think the thing is like, and we've talked about this before, where, you know, you're going through it. At least for me, there's been many times where, especially in the last like three years, I'm going through it, but I'm literally by myself, mm-hmm. so I don't have like someone there to be that support. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've been going through it, and then you've been here supporting me, and it's just been nice. It's yeah. been really nice. It's real. I'm about to like start crying. Like, why am I feeling Aww. emotional? <laughs> I'm going to cry. It's okay. (laughs) I haven't cried on the podcast. Okay, I have. I have cried on the podcast before. But I think, like, having you physically here to be there, A, to, like, literally just listen to me (laughs) cry and talk things through, but also just, like, as a presence, Mm. I think Mm -hmm. it's something that I've just lacked for such a long time that having it, it's like there's nothing like it, you know? So... (laughs) I'm emotional, but it's fine. It's fine. I think that it's just, it's just been nice. Yeah. It's been really helpful during this hard time. And honestly, this is why people need people. Yep. Okay. Because going through, I mean, I have the experience of both where I've gone through things and it's not like I had no one, like you obviously were there, but there was the distance. And so like when you have people like physically there with you, it's just different, you know? So, not having all my feelings. Okay. Um, But it was good. It was good. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, let us dive in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, we um, had a lot of conversations. Actually, this is my favorite thing when we're in person yes we get to like talk back and forth live yes (laughs) which okay maybe that sounds crazy to other people because it's like (laughs) don't you talk to your friend like
1: We talk every day, but we don't talk live every day. We send each other videos back and forth.
0: Exactly. So, like, to be able to talk back and forth, hear your opinion, just, like, your facial expression, (laughs) pauses. Like, everything is, like, in real time, it's good. And so, one of the things that's just been coming up in conversation has been surrender. And it's been tough. It's been a tough one for both of us because I feel like we're both struggling with it a little bit and so in our conversations we really felt like this was something that would be good to talk about just in a public way because i feel like a lot of people are struggling with this and i feel like this is not something that we talk about enough so that's why we decided to do that for this episode so when you hear the word surrender what is the first thing that comes to mind
1: the first thing that comes to mind i guess maybe a visual image of like stepping off a cliff Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, maybe there should be an image of like release, but for me, I guess it's more a feeling of unknown, uncertainty, mm-hmm. fear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I was thinking of surrender, that's a good visual. I wasn't thinking about that of visuals per se, but I was thinking more of like a releasing of control. Right. The control is the word that came right to my head, but not in a good way. Right. So like, (laughs) what is
1: that? How does that feel? Yeah. So like for me
0: personally, it feels like, okay, you know that, um, you know the, have you seen that meme with, (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple of them. There is one where they're in the pool in like the shallow.
1: I know you were going to say. They're in the shallow yeah.
0: end. They're freaking out. Mm-hmm. They literally could just stand up. Yeah. But they're freaking out.
1: <laughs> it's like that. Yeah.
0: But the thing about it is like the freaking out for some reason, that feels, that's the control part. That feels like something you can't control. Mm. The freaking out versus the standing up to me is a surrender.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: um, But you don't think of it in that way. Mm, So it's kind of like an opposite. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So in my head, it's the holding on to the freaking out. Right. Versus like, if you just like let go, you can stand up and you're fine.
1: So is there peace associated with that?
0: With surrender? (laughs) In theory, okay. <laughs> I th- yeah. <laughs>
1: Agreed. yeah.
0: I think in theory, yes, but the like the journey to get to that is really hard, I think. Yeah. Um so yeah, so just let's, let's talk about that. Like what has been your experience, I guess, with surrendering?
1: Yeah. It's been always something that freaked me out, but something that I felt was necessary. Mm-hmm. I just if there's something that's foundational to Christianity, I think is surrender. Right. Surrendering our will, surrendering our way of seeing things, surrendering self. There's so much surrender that's mm-hmm. going on. So I know like, okay, this is a good thing, but what I fear in it is giving up something that I don't want to give up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I fear like if I surrender to what God has for me, that he's going to tell me, Stop doing this. Mm -hmm. Stop going to this place. Get rid of this person. Like, you never know. And so that has scared me throughout the years. And Mm -hmm. then I'm afraid with surrender to not just what I'll give up, but what he'll call me to do, Mm -hmm. where he'll call me to be, the things that he'll ask me to do that may be out of my comfort zone and maybe uncomfortable maybe something that I could never imagine for myself. Right. So I think that that has been the underlying current of mm-hmm. my experience with surrender. But over the years, I've just come to believe so deeply as we've discussed that God has my best intention at heart. Yeah. Romans eight twenty eight that he will work out all things together for good for those who love him. Mm-hmm. And I've seen as like, I've started to study the Bible more in depth for myself and then in my own life and then people's lives that I know, mm-hmm. even your life, like when we do let God's plan unfold and his timing especially unfold, because right. I feel like a lot of surrender is also timing,
0: mm-hmm. then
1: things just work out in a way that it couldn't have. Like better than could be imagined. Mm-hmm. But the initial part you know, might be tough, but the end result is worth it. Right. So over the years, as I've come to believe that, then the things that I feel like I've held on to so tightly, some of them I've been able to release Mm -hmm. bit by bit, but it's not moment, a moment in one moment. It's not something that I can say, like on this day, this happened and I surrendered, but you know, like those gradual things, like the sun rising, there's Mm -hmm. never a moment when you say it becomes day from night. right? But after some time, you look back and it's like, oh, it's not dark anymore. Mm -hmm. So I realized one of my biggest things that I needed to surrender was my desire to be married. Not because being married is a bad thing or the desire itself is a bad thing because God Mm -hmm. is who gave us that desire. Yeah. But it can become an idol. Like wanting that can come in a place in your life where your desire is over anything else, mm. and I felt like it was that place. Like if God asked me to give it up, I couldn't give it up, and so I had to work over the years to be like, you know what? If God calls me to be single for the rest of my life, then there's going to be beauty in that. And you can see our episode on singleness <laughs> for more in that. Yep, shameless plug. For all <laughs> the beauty of singleness. You know, yeah. if I get married at I don't know sixty. Like there's going to be beauty in that. Like, yeah, it's going to be better than the thing that I would have chosen for mm. myself. So that is where I am with that. But it's still a struggle. Yeah. And there's still other areas that I'm mm. struggling with. it. And yeah. About you?
0: Yeah. You know, for me, it's interesting because one thing that I've been thinking about, and we've talked about this also, is the fact that. So much of my life has worked out. So for me, I think it's a little bit different in that my view of like Christianity, for example, has always been around, okay, do this, then this will happen. Because for the most part, that did happen. Like I did all the right things and then things worked out, right? And so for me, I feel like surrendering hasn't really been hard Mm. because I've always like It's worked out. Right. And I've seen it happen. And so it's been fine. Until I would say after I got married, that's when things didn't work out in the way that I thought. And so I think like after I got divorced, especially, that's when I think my journey of surrender kind of started. And it's been a journey of like questioning, I think. Mm, Like you were saying how you now know that God has your best interest at heart. I think I always believed that as well, like, okay. my whole life. That's that's what's going to happen. That's what has happened. But as time progressed, as things got harder, I started to question that. Right. And so then it became harder to surrender to God because then I was like, well, like, do you actually care about me? Like, why am I going to give this thing up to you if, like, I've just been suffering? You know? Mm-hmm. I kind of looked – so – it it was the opposite for me in that, like, things started happening and everything just got shaken up. And then I was like, well, I don't know, man. And actually, like, this really, this has started recently. Okay. Because I would say, and I talked about this in a, an episode before where... I still always kind of had it in the back of my head, like, okay, God still wants what's best for me. But after, like, thing after thing kept on happening, then I was like, Lord, like, uh," that's when the questioning started. Like, do you care about me? Like, do you, is this really happening? And so then it became like, well, let me try to hold on to this because let me try to figure it out myself. Like, let me try to have this control because... Clearly, Clearly, you don't got it. You don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And so, but, but what's happened is. <laughs> you don't got it either. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, God, I got it. And he's like, do you? No. And he had it all along. <laughs> I know. And so, like, literally, what has been happening. So, it's like, God is taking a lot of things away from me. Mm. And in my head, it initially feels like this is a horrible thing that's happening, yes. all this. But as I look back, i'm like no yeah god you're right yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you needed to do this because what happened is I, there came a point where i finally was like okay after so many things got taken away i was like i give up like yeah, I, yeah. what else is what else can i do and then he was like all right here you go like <laughs> and then he kept on providing everything after that and so it was like okay you know? right. So I think for me, my biggest struggle, um, I would say as far as tra- surrender, has been surrendering my plans, my plans for my life versus what God has, right? Um, and that encompasses everything. It encompasses relationship, marriage, right? It also encompasses finances, career. I think for me, the career and the finances has been really big as, mm-hmm. over the last couple of years because when I lost the marriage, that felt like the only thing I had, and so it was like okay let me put in everything into this because this is this is what i have Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. but again like the timeline that i was having for myself god said no yeah and so i've had to be i've had to like be like all right okay okay whenever you're ready lord you know and but now i've been able to be like okay I see what you've been doing, yeah. so I think that's been my biggest struggle. And I think, like you said, is a daily, mm-hmm. it's a daily surrendering that needs to happen. Because, like even now, you know, like there are times when when you be in your feelings, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, but why though? <laughs> you know, yeah. and every day you have to remind yourself, it's okay. Like God mm-hmm. has a be- a bigger plan. He does have my best interests at heart. You know, all the
1: things. Yeah, it's true. I really can relate to the daily part.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's why, I mean, remembering is so important. Yes. And this, I think, is one of the most helpful things in that surrender journey. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, in that surrender sort of journey, what has God done before? Like yeah. you would say, what is the evidence that you have about God? <laughs> yes. And we had to like, this has come up. A lot. Quite a bit recently, (laughs) you know, because your feelings are so loud. Yes. And then that's where the doubts and the questions can creep in. Mm -hmm. Because when what you're seeing doesn't seem to be for your best, then you start to question can Mm -hmm. I really trust God, like you said? And then
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's when you have to make a choice, an intentional choice. Am I going to trust what I'm seeing? Or am I going to trust who I know God to be, who mm. God has proven himself to be over and over again in my life?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the other day, too, about who do I know God to be? Yeah. You know, and we actually had a really good conversation about core beliefs. Mm-hmm. Who is God, actually? You know, and actually, this morning in my in my devotional study, I was reading about Moses and um, the Israelites, right? And this is the, it was a part where, again, for the second time, they were thirsty. Mm-hmm. The second time they're complaining, God, where are you? You brought us out here to die. The second time that God said god provided the miracle for them and gave them the water and in the end moses made a statement like you oh i need to find it let me just find it but it was something along the lines of like why are you um testing god
1: Mm -hmm.
0: no no let me find it let me not lie on the on the people here okay (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, yes. This is the part where he says, and he called the place Massa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and because they tested the Lord, saying, is the Lord among us or not? Mm,
1: what what verse is this? This
0: is Exodus 17, verse 7. Okay. And I read that this morning, y'all. And it was like, yeah, I was like, I mean, think of that. Like, Lord, are you here for us? Like, are you among us? Like, are you here right now? Like, Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. you actually here? And I think when we think about, like, who God is to us, that's when all the doubt does come in. Because what I was thinking about is our just relationships with people, right? Right. Let's say we get into a fight. Uh, which is like, I know, <laughs> it's, like, it is. it's hard to imagine. I know, it's hard to imagine. Let's just say a disagreement. Okay. <laughs> at like, if we get into a disagreement, are you going to question if I still love you or have your best interests at heart? Exactly,
1: no. No. Because I have 10 years plus to prove no. So exactly. That you do care about me.
0: Exactly. And in many of our human relationships, we have that yeah we don't question immediately like are you here where are you why are you doing this like that blame there are many other reasons that we can even come up with as to why things are happening but with god it's like where are you you have abandoned me why are you not here why did you let this happen it's always like this blame
1: and it's always like going to the worst you know right right and why you know i was thinking about to our expectations of god because mm-hmm. we have expectations of every relationship right so i feel like sometimes our expectations of god are and our perception of his character mm-hmm. is based on his compliance with our will right or it's based on him working things out the way that we expect mm-hmm. so if we do not have a true correct foundation of who right. he is and if we do not have realistic expectations mm-hmm. of what our relationship is supposed to look like I think that's then when we always go to the worst case scenario with yeah. him so if we have been taught God is somebody who makes my life easy mm-hmm. who a mm-hmm. for me. if I'm obedient then God will give me XYZ and he doesn't mm-hmm. then we question because this is not the God that we understand right right But then if we know God to be a person and, you know, not just, uh, let's say, like a system. Mm -hmm. He's not just an ATM, but it's an actual relationship. And we know the very, very, very core of him is love. Mm -hmm. Then maybe we we don't have to go all the way back. We can have questions. There's nothing wrong with having questions. And sometimes having moments of weakness Mm -hmm. and doubt and despair. I mean, just read Psalms, read Job. It's there in the Bible. It's not something that God can't handle. But if we've had this proof all along, and if we come to realize God, as someone bigger than us, with a bigger plan, recognize our part in the relationship, Mm -hmm. then... I think the surrender then comes a little bit more naturally. Mm -hmm. It makes sense even. right. Like when you're married, there are things that make sense to do in the marriage that don't Mm -hmm. make sense in a friendship because of what the relationship is, what the expectations of that are, and what you've built with the person. Mm -hmm. So as our relationship with God grows, I don't think, I think we move past questioning who he is. And we may have questions about why did you do this? Why did you allow Mm -hmm. this? But we know, God got me. Like, yeah. God loves me. Like, there's something in this. Yes.
0: I think that's what it is with me in particular. I think my relationship with God was transactional. Yeah. Because that's what I grew up believing and hearing, you know? And I think I've now come to the, the realization where it's like, no, that's actually not how it works. You don't just like do this and then this is gonna happen and like this is what the relationship is based on. Yeah. And for so many years, especially because it it worked out like that, like because like I did it and then it did work out, you know? Yeah. I It was like that was the evidence to say this is mm-hmm. what the relationship is. Mm. And so I've had to rewrite this relationship, and yeah. like, you know, change the relationship, and realize no. And actually, um, in the the episode before this one, when I was talking mm-hmm. to Heather, she was saying when you realize what the real Christian experience actually is, like mm-hmm. what that actually entails, mm-hmm. you're not surprised at what happens, like because this it's makes true. sense, just like you said. In the Bible, there are many times when God does things that are not logical, that don't make sense, but then it works out in the end, always. I mean, that's that's consistent. That's yeah. like who he is. And like you said, God is love, period. That yeah. is his character. That's been, that is evident in the Bible as well, right? Yeah. And so when we can like see it for what it actually is, know that the Christian experience is hard. It's not rainbows and flowers every day, but also knowing that God has always been consistent. Like God's never, He's never changing, and that's the thing too. Like we hear that all the time, mm-hmm. cliche. Like God never fails. The He's ne- He's the same. Today yesterday, today, right? Mm-hmm. But He is though, because yeah. if we go to the Bible and we read and we see these things, like literally, when I've been reading Moses, like, and I send you these messages about the study. It's literally like, yeah, this happened to me. (laughs) Like, I feel this. I literally, I am the Israelites. They're me. And because this is who God is. So I think what you said about just like knowing who he is and actually having a realistic picture of what that relationship also needs to look like Mm -hmm. is key, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, how many times do we not hold up our end of the bargain? If we think of this like it's a <laughs> covenantal relationship. Right. We there's a covenant between us and God. Mm-hmm. He has certain expectations of us. We fail time and time and time and time like like we every do. single day. <laughs> and God does not mm-hmm. abandon us. Yeah. But if we perceive, we think just like for a second God is letting down His part of the bargain. Mm -hmm. We ready to just
0: turn our back on Him? I know, and we could never do like half the things that He does to us. Like we would never be okay with that. (laughs) Wait, does that make sense? We yeah, He could never do the things. (laughs) Yeah, if He did the things that we did to Him, we'd be like, uh, uh, like toxic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, toxic relationship. (laughs) Honestly, we'd be like, get out of there. Get out. (laughs) we're We're so toxic (laughs) we're We're literally the problem um okay so what do you think are some of the fears that maybe you personally have as far as like giving up now that we understand okay like this is what that is like what is the fear of actually like doing it
1: i mean i think when i think some of my fears are, are based on the reality honestly Right. Because when we look at the Bible, we see, as you said, this Christian journey is not easy. Yeah. Yeah. So you look at, let's say, John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. His entire life was dedicated to preparing the way for the Messiah. Jesus himself said, like, there's not a greater man than John the Baptist. How did John the Baptist die? Mm -hmm. Beheaded in a prison cell for doing the right thing. Yeah. So... I think Paul says you cannot live godly without suffering persecution. Mm-hmm. We look at Abraham and Sarah and the weight for the promised child. We look at Jacob who said, yeah. bury my bones in the promised land. And they did not get there until 400 years plus later. So my fears are kind of those realities of the weight mm-hmm. that it may entail. And some things you will not live in this lifetime to see. Yeah, my fears are the suffering, the discomfort, the difficulties, the inconvenience that can sometimes accompany this path mm-hmm. and doing right. We think if we do right, everything's going to work out. Yeah. And that's just simply not always the case sometimes, but not mm-hmm. always. There's yeah. not always like this happy ending. And so at the, I guess the very root of all of that is just trying to hold on so tight to what I want in this life. Mm-hmm. And the focus of this lifetime. Yeah. That's what Which we talked thinking. about. Exactly. We were reading Ephesians. <coughs> um, Paul mm. was talking about how he counts his life as nothing. So, like, I know a translation says he counts his life as dung. Like. Wow. Because his life is dedicated. Like, the point yeah. is to serve God. Yeah. But when we lose our way and we lose that cardinal north point then our life just seems like the most precious thing ever, this life here. Yeah. When we're living in the light of eternity, then the little things that we have to go through for the greater good. What is that? That's Mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Seriously. Exactly. In, in compared to eternity, what we go through in this life is a blank unless. Yeah. So I think my, those are where my fears are lying of, of not, having everything in this life that I want and Mm -hmm. then having difficulties in this life that I don't want. And the solution really is a shift in perspective.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I have very similar fears as well. I think, like, the biggest fear is, and this is a realization I came to, honestly, last week, that, like you said, what I want, I'll never get. And that's real. Like, there is a good chance... That could happen. There's a good chance it could, but like there's no guarantee that I'm gonna get everything that I want. Yeah. There's no guarantee that I'm gonna get where I want career wise, you know, have another relationship, whatever else the goal is. And that's hard. Yeah. Because we're living in this life every day. And the focus on eternity, like you said, there's it's just so easy to focus on self mm-hmm. and to focus on um, what you're doing every day because that's – this is your life. This is what you're doing. And it takes a level of intentionality to be, like, outside of yourself. Yes. You know? And so I think that's definitely it for me. And then I think I agree with you the suffering too, girl, because who wants to be suffering? Like, no one, especially for me as someone who – I mean, this sounds so bad, but, like, literally, I have not suffered a lot in my life as as – Outside of the last couple years. Right. So for me, now that I'm going through the suffering, it feels like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ciao. Like, <laughs> Unsubscribe. When are we going to get to the other <laughs> side, honey? Because this yeah. ain't it. Yeah. So it's like, you mean to tell me that if I serve the Lord, like this is going to continue to be my regular life, you know? Because that's also another thing. Like the journey of life in and of itself is up and down that is what it is yeah we always think oh there's gonna be like a stable time no exactly that's like, actually not the waiting norm. for the
1: part <laughs> yeah. i mean which was our last podcast the part where it gets good the part where it gets yeah. easy the part where it all makes sense like you mm-hmm. go through the suffering but it's okay if i suffer because right. at some point everything's gonna work exactly
0: out. that is the way that we think like you yeah. said the shift of perspective is a necessary it's necessary because yeah we think if i just do this i'm gonna be good and I, I mean, I still have these thoughts a lot of times. Like, yeah. up until, you know, I mean, I talked about this on the podcast, like, <laughs> the whole time. Of like, okay, when I get my license, I'm going to be good. Once yeah. I get this next, I'm going to be good. And then I can get this next. And then, like, girl, no. Like, I did. Okay, we've achieved the goal. We are here. But there's a lot of things that yeah. are still not working out. And so it's like, that's that's just not how life is. Life yeah. is the up and down. You're actually, you're probably going to be more up and down than actually stable. That's just not a reality. And, and I think being okay with that, being yeah. okay with what life actually is, and then getting outside yourself, you know? Yeah.
1: And I think it doesn't seem so horrible when you have a truly real sense of God walking beside you throughout mm. the whole thing. You know, when I went to Argentina yeah. for the study abroad where I met, And then when I went to Brazil for another study abroad, I was like, God, I just need one person. I just need somebody. Like, no matter how it goes, (laughs) if I have somebody, it's going to be okay. If I have a person, you know? Mm -hmm. And I had a person, I had more than one person. Yeah. And in Brazil, I had more than one person there too. And I ended up having a good time despite, and that wasn't to say it was all easy. Right. Brazil, especially, there was a lot of challenging times i left there early that's the truth i did not like <laughs> it <laughs> but if you just have somebody and like people talk about this even with their their partner mm-hmm. you know like maybe you'd never move away from where you live yeah. and live somewhere else but if i had a partner i could go anywhere in the world because you know i least mean, i have somebody with yes me. and we but that is what god is offering us and that's what god wants to be for us mm-hmm. that person who walks through everything beside us and sometimes carries us like that's a reality so he doesn't necessarily get rid of all the challenges Mm -hmm. but his presence i mean psalm 16 i think says his i in his presence says fullness of joy yeah at his right hand pleasures forevermore like we're supposed to be feeling Mm -hmm. that companionship and that partnership that we so often look for in other people in him and so then when we think here's a life Mm -hmm. there's no guarantees it could go anyway but i'll be with you Always, even mm-hmm. though it's the end of the world. That doesn't look scary
0: anymore. Yeah. I love that. Actually, again in my devotion, <laughs> this was yesterday, I think. Uh was it yesterday? Yeah, one of the days, same Moses. Um, anytime Moses comes in and says, Lord, what am I to do? Mm-hmm. God's God's response is always I'm with you. Mm-hmm. He never tells him what to actually do Mm. a a lot of the times. Sometimes he does. Yeah. But a lot of times he's like, I'm with you. Yeah. That's the solution. That's really, that's it. Yeah. Because you're right. Like when you have, that makes it worth it. It makes the hard times easier. The good times better. Right. When you have that. And. God doesn't, like, want us to be alone anyways. Like, yeah. he didn't create that for us. And so, yeah, I really like that you brought that up because I think we look at the fact that we're going through life, like, as an isolated thing, like, yes. just by ourselves. Like, we are suffering, you mm-hmm. know. All, again, coming back to us. Woe is me. Woe is me, okay? But God is like, actually, no. Like, yeah. Here I am, you know? Um, let's talk about some su- success. Okay? Yeah. What have been successful times you would say as far as surrendering like how when times when you feel like you actually surrendered hmm
1: I think that I got in near enough with in terms of a relationship a romantic relationship yeah and sometimes it takes difficult negative things to bring us to places under like you said you got Mm -hmm. got to the point where thing if the thing happened and you're like okay I give up and sometimes God allows that because it's the only way Mm -hmm. that we're going to get to that point yeah so some tough stuff helped bring me there Mm -hmm. but there was such a freedom of not feeling beheld to that desire
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and yes the want is still there but a sense of like i'm gonna be okay regardless First of all, it helps when you're mm-hmm. choosing somebody because it Period. helps you not to settle.
0: Okay, let's talk about it.
1: Because when you <laughs> are lonely and just feel like I need somebody at all costs, then Child. you can get somebody at all
0: costs. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, at
1: all costs. Yeah. 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 That's the- something my therapist had asked me, like at what cost?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the feelings are big. Yeah and they feel overpowering sometimes like you just literally cannot yeah
1: and then you end up in a situation that you never wanted to be in so Mm -hmm. not having that has been beautiful i would say work professionally there's been surrender too because i left my job just before covid and yeah i left to be full-time a full-time entrepreneur and there's you know, you'll know just the yeah. uncertainty of that. That takes faith path. in and of itself. Yes. That's. Yeah. And the first couple months, the first year ish, mm-hmm. some months after that, <laughs> there just was a lot of like, Lord, yeah. how am I going to a lot of freaking out? Like, yeah. where's the word going to come from? But the last couple years, year and a half or so, like, it's been consistent. Even within the consistency there have been blips. Yeah. You know. Even after I think I've surrendered it or at least mostly surrendered it, there have been times when trusty clients are just falling off or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I've never, I set a monthly minimum for myself. I've never dipped below that in, I don't know, I think in the last two years. Amen. I have, Yeah, and I far exceeded it in most months. Wow! And then more work has come, and now I'm at the point that I have to turn down a lot of the requests I get mm. because I just have enough. Wow. That is God. Amen. Because, and it, it is, it's the <laughs> career path that I wanted for myself. It is yeah. exactly what i wanted for myself if i could plan (laughs) and tailor make something for lisa this is pretty much it right so that's the success story of the surrender but it also is an ongoing story of Mm. the surrender because i know that there will be moments of dips again yeah i know there will be moments of testing again and there's always cons to this lifestyle Mm -hmm. but i do think that it has strengthened my faith in god i think that is the success of any surrender when you grow in god yeah so what have
0: yours been yeah a hell of that I'm just like reignited during (laughs) this mine okay so I think my biggest one has been career and finance because like you guys know I lost my job the beginning of this year and Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time I've been in a bad financial situation, but I always had a partner to rely on before, Mm, Yeah. so it was like, I never really worried about money, honestly, but this is the time where it's just me, I'm literally paying rent, like, I, there's bills, there's everything that I need, I need to figure out, right, and so, um, it came to a place where like the money was dwindling and I was literally like, Lord, come on! Like, how are we <laughs> going to do this? Because this is not like he said, like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. Like literally. And God was like, here, this is how, <laughs> like he, yeah. he made things drop out of the sky. But the point is it got to a point where I was like, there was no way. Yeah. It was impossible. There was no potential ways for it to happen. <laughs> okay, like I literally I remember crying to my grandma, ball in my eyes, I was talking about like, I don't know. And I remember that day specifically, I just prayed to the Lord like, Lord, you want to figure this out cuz yeah. I I don't even have any potential thoughts. And it's that like back against the wall like yeah. You know, again, it reminds me of again the Israelites when they were about to cross the Red Sea. Uh, the Egyptians are coming after them. They're literally backed into a corner. They they don't know that God's going to part the Red Sea. Yeah, they are backed up, and I was like in that same place, nowhere to go. And then God said here's the parting of the Red Sea. Here it is. And he kept on doing that. And so like, oh my gosh, like the evidence, it it was stacking up. And I was like, wow. So like there would be weeks where all of a sudden, like money came from here, money came from there. And I always had enough. Somehow it just always worked out. And so I think after like maybe like the second month even, I was like, yeah, I'm chilling, man. Like I was literally like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, the same place. I'm going to be okay. God did not bring me this far to make me homeless. Like, yeah. no, this yeah. is not, this is not it. This can't be the plan. Yeah. So I, I was like, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be okay. And genuinely, I feel pretty at peace with, financially yeah not to say we're good (laughs) financially like (laughs) we're not (laughs) i mean well this is the first month that i'm actually paying everything off without getting assistance so that's praise for that but i genuinely i do not worry about it in the way that i would before
1: yeah Mm -mm. i just want to say her a little saying i don't know if it's just from barbados but when god god If God don't come, he sends. Mm. So I'll just... This is a little bit of a tangent, but just to say, you know, sometimes we expect God to part the Red Sea. Right. And sometimes he sends a boat. Sometimes he doesn't do the thing that seems like a miracle. Like money doesn't literally drop out the sky. Mm -hmm. But he puts people and institutions and resources there Mm -hmm. so that we can be taken care of. And even relationships like in that loneliness that we Mm -hmm. do feel even though we have God at our side he often if we look has not left us alone yeah in terms of outside of him he puts people in our corner you know so sometimes it looks like the surrender is I'm surrendering to this bleak future Mm -hmm. or this bleak future of God on my side but Mm -hmm. when we really are paying attention God has scattered so many blessings along the way like if we just open our eyes with gratitude, we realize Bro, exactly like he
0: don't ha- he
1: don't he doesn't want bad for us. Like, yeah. He doesn't wa- he's not putting us through suffering for suffering's sake. Exactly. In case some people are thinking that like suffering in and of itself is not a virtue or something mm-hmm. to be esteemed. Right. It's a a method, a tool. Sometimes it's a consequence, not mm-hmm. even necessarily of our own actions, but someone else's. It's right. the realities of this dark and sinful world. It's not what God wants for us, and that's what he has happened for us. And ultimately, what God wants for us is so big and so mm-hmm. amazing and so good and so much happiness, and that's what yeah. he's storing up for us. So if we have these little bits of, like, hardship that ultimately bring us to the bliss of heaven, mm-hmm. yes, and while we're on this sometimes sinuous journey there are still so many blessings that he gives yeah.
0: us yeah amen okay a word <laughs> yes what was i even saying girl <laughs> uh yeah i love that and i i agree with everything you said i think yes coming back to what i was saying so for me yeah i'm i'm okay now financially and then career wise i mean if this was up to me in my plan I would have been had my license like from years ago. Yeah. My clinical license. But God said no that's not how it needs to work out. And the way that it worked out um this time around was literally perfect. The it timing. Could, the timing. Yeah. The time I've seen it time and time again where God's timing is so perfect. And so now I'm like, yeah. Do yeah. you? Yeah, do you God cuz <laughs> literally like I I could not have thought it out better myself. So yeah. um yes, now I'm at a place I would say where I I'm trying to remember the evidence, stack it up, so I can be like, Okay, yeah, I'm going to be okay. Things are working out. And I can genuinely say for my career and finances, like I'm not too worried about that. Like it's yeah. not something that is like what's gonna happen next. You know, I feel pretty content that God's gonna work things out. And He shows me every day, you know. Yeah. But back but I mean again, along with what you were saying. Saying too i think a, i've witnessed how my story has impacted other people mm. and that's also something that make, reminds me that it's not just about you girl mm. you know and that helps with my surrender also yes because i've had friends pe- like clients even just like people who i never would have known had i not gone through this experience yeah and so that's the point right like we as christians we're not living our lives for ourselves like we're supposed to be you know witnesses for other people bringing other people to god and so i feel like for me that has helped us you know stay the course yeah and in those moments when i'm like lord i'm questioning things and i'm mad and all the things i go back to you know what though but this is what God did through your experience. So maybe also like he can continue to work through this, you know, you just never know how you can't see all the things that he's doing. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Yeah. I think we've had some success, but like you said, I also think it is a daily. It's a daily thing. There are certain areas (laughs) (laughs) that are harder. Remain a
1: struggle, but God God is working. God is working. God is working yes god has worked yes <laughs> yes yes yes
0: and so i'm holding on to the faith that based on the fact that he has been working and he's done that with the other areas yeah there's no reason why he cannot do it Amen. in this particular area yeah there's none so we're holding on to that
1: yeah
0: yeah this is great I love this. I guess like what what's our takeaway here? Like how what would you say to people who are struggling with surrendering and what's maybe like something that's helped you or that you think can help people as they go along their journey of surrender?
1: I think what is coming to my head immediately is got to know who God is. Mm for yourself. Not Mm -hmm. just what you've heard about God, not what people have told you about God, not what you've heard in church about God. Mm -hmm. But look for him for yourself. And obvious, easy way is the Bible and not just like skimming as we sometimes do. Mm -hmm. But sit with certain stories and see what they're saying to you prayerfully. And what they're telling you about, like, how God showed up in that situation. Mm-hmm. What does it say about him? Mm-hmm. And then prayer, like, getting to know him through prayer. Because sometimes I think, like, the Bible is a biography about God. Mm-hmm. And you can get to know, like, all the facts about someone by reading their biography. Yeah. By watching documentaries about them. By reading all the interviews they do on watching their um, little mm-hmm. things on on YouTube like following them on Insta, you can do all of those things but you can't actually say like I know the celebrity yeah you know about them you don't know them mm-hmm. and I feel like we have lots of opportunities to know about God from other people yeah through sermons through books through the Bible through testimonies but the only way to know him for ourselves is to have to talk to him yeah and to hear from him and sometimes that can feel daunting mm-hmm. because you're like because it's so sweet to me God speaks to us in different ways. Some people will hear a voice. Some people will hear through other people. Some people will have dreams. It will be different depending on what the situation Mm -hmm. is. He may give you a sign. He might give you a miracle. Yeah. But if you ask him to speak, I believe he will speak. Mm -hmm. If you ask him, I want to get to know you, I believe that he will show you who he is. Yeah. And when you have that foundation of knowing who he is, that is what will help us surrender. Mm that is what will help it make sense right to give it over to this person you can't if you don't trust exactly you're always gonna be snatching it badly you ain't got it like Mm -hmm. give it back to me but if you know him to be capable of and more capable than yourself of handling things then that is when surrender will become a lifestyle
0: yeah Um, I was going to say, um, I agree with what you're saying. I was going to say that, but also what I would add to that is remembering. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this before and something that I feel very convicted to do myself right now is the altar you know, literally have something that represents all the things that God has done. So for some people, that can be like gratitude journal, prayer journal, where you kind of like keep track of things. Um, Some people could be like art. Like I've done paintings and stuff that remind me too. And then I'm thinking of getting like like rocks and actually creating an actual altar, like writing things down. Because, yeah, God has done so many good things. There's been so much evidence, but in those moments of like – deep pain and grief and suffering it is so hard to remember those things and then you want to like grab it back because you feel like you know all of the all of those emotions just take over and and you forget that God is there to help you so for me I think that's something that could help is like actively be intentional about remembering what God has done for you because like you said yeah sometimes especially as we're getting to know him it's harder it's not a regular relationship um it takes effort and and as other relationships do but you know it's harder in the sense that you know it's not like a back and forth so it's not immediate like that even though God does talk to us and I believe that he talks to us through different ways sometimes it can feel a little like imaginary or something Mm -hmm. you know not as tangible yeah and so writing down the tangible things and keeping them close so we can look at it and say, yes, God, you did this for me. I think that is really important. And the other thing too, along with prayer, like you said, prayer, I agree. I was thinking that pray, something that I've done and we talk about too, like pray about the thing, about the thing, meaning that sometimes we're like okay lord help me with this Mm -hmm. but sometimes we need help to ask for the help with the thing so it's like like i was reading um the book Uh, it's not your turn again last last um a couple weeks ago and it was about the surrender i was just crying because i was like lord no like i don't want to do this and i was so resistant and i said god i don't want to give this up yeah I literally said this and I said, Lord, I know I need to do this, but like, I can't. So you need to help me. Like, I need you to help me to yeah. do this because even the thought of this, like I can't even do it. Yeah. And so I think get real with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell him if you can't, if you're mad, whatever, God, I can't. No, this is not it because he will hear you and he will help you. Yeah. He's helped me. I mean, I think that's why I'm where I'm at right now. Like, where i was two months ago even a month i mean two weeks ago was not where i am today because i've been praying these real honest prayers of god you know like yeah yeah so i think these are things that could really help you if you are struggling um with surrender i hope this helps y'all i hope that you relate to what we're saying that this connects spread it tell everybody share the podcast all the things y'all all right. We're coming to the end to our favorite segment. What God has
1: taught us. And Dania <laughs> has kind of taken my what God has taught oh. us. Oh. <laughs> but All that's right. okay. We're going to reiterate it. Okay. Yes. And that is like a recent impression I've gotten is to write down what I feel like God is telling me. Right. Right. So sometimes I feel like. And that's why I said, like, I know it can feel daunting because sometimes I feel like, God, are you speaking to me? Like, um, are there two ago? I was like, Lord, like, why won't you answer me on this specific thing? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe on the verge of tears, like, I've been asking and asking you, like, why, Mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes I can see so clearly him speaking to other people. Like, I've said to Dania, and so is someone else. Like, you're God's favorite. (laughs) Not that God has favorites, and he doesn't. He doesn't. He (laughs) doesn't. We're all his favorites, actually. Everybody. But... Sometimes I can see so clearly God telling yeah. her things. Like, she'll, like, get this message from God from one place, and then someone else will tell her, and then this situation will tell her, and then Word will tell mm-hmm. her. And, like, I mean, sometimes I'm like, God, why don't I feel like you're <laughs> telling me things? Yeah. And so I did have that impression to actually write it down. So I got an app. So we have many apps already that just come with the mm-hmm. phone, but I got a specific notes app that has a calendar that I could write down when I feel like God has said something to me, and what. Mm-hmm. And that is my what he's taught me. I think I'm just gonna try to be consistent with that going forward because sometimes we don't just forget what he's done, but he forget we forget what he's told us. Yeah. And sometimes we're stuck in a situation not knowing what to do. And I remember someone said, Go back to the last thing that God told you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even remember what that is. Mm. You know, and we will be waiting for instructions that we already got. Yeah. If we look back. Yeah. Yep. So that's me what God has taught me, what has He yeah. taught you? So
0: how do I say this? I've been going through it and I think one thing that's been really tough is questioning God's love for me. Truly. Because I feel like I've been feeling a lack of love. In Jen, maybe? I think a lot of things have been coming up for me as far as like my value and worth and, you know, being enough. Right. And so actually my friend sent this thing to me the other day and I was like, wow, I made it my screensaver because it's literally, wait, where is it? It is literally the thing that I need to remind me every day of my worth. And let me pull it up here, y'all. Okay. It's Jeremiah 31 verse 3. And it says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with an unfailing kindness. And the thing about that is I was just like thinking about God's love for me, like actually. And all the moments when I felt inadequate for someone and I felt not enough for someone and then seeing God say I have loved you with an everlasting love. Like this is not in a little baby two year, one year, couple months thing like this is everlasting. Like I was really thinking about it. I just started crying too the other day because it was like, wow, like wow. Not only do you love me this much, but then like because of the love you have for me, this is what you've done. It was just so beautiful. And I think remembering how much he loves me has really been the thing that's helped me with my value and like mm-hmm. feeling enough. Cause it's like, well, psh, mm-hmm. if God loves me, that must mean something, like, mm-hmm. you know? So um, he's reminding me every day um, how much he loves me. And it helps me again, I think also with that surrender that we've talked about and with that trust. Yeah. Because knowing that he loves me, he only wants the best for me. I can know for 100% sure, okay, You're not going to send me out here just for any old thing. So Mm -hmm. I know whatever you're doing, I can trust it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been so great, as always. It's a pleasure to be in the room again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I thoroughly always enjoy talking to you. And I'm so glad we could do this once again.
1: And until next time, now- I want to just oh. do a little shout out okay, to shout some out. of our new listeners. Oh, some new <laughs> listeners. Okay. And there are also people that have had the pleasure of meeting Aww. on this trip. So I want to shout you out not by name but you'll know who you are y'all are some (laughs) wonderful people and thank you for being dania's community and thank you for welcoming
0: me as well oh that is so nice yes i've met some amazing people here and so even though lisa is going to be leaving me very soon it's okay because i will have a community still and so i'm really grateful for that so love that all right until next time y'all bye